All right, before we get to the show, um, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to Troy. What did I do? You sent me a graduation present. Oh yeah, it was very much appreciated. So here's how this went down, Mitch. Okay, my wife goes out to the front porch and uh, gets an Amazon package and brings it and hands it to me, and I'm like, well, that's weird. I haven't ordered anything recently, so I open it up. And I, um, I look at it. Um, it's some sort of light, but it's weird. This is really weird. I don't know what's going on. I, this must be somebody else's package. That's when it dawned on me. Look at the label, right? Nope. It's addressed to me, my address. So yeah. if I ordered this, what, what did I accidentally have something in my cart and I clicked order? I mean, I had no idea what it was. And, it, and so I'm oh, like, well, okay. but who's sending, who's, yeah, who's sending me a gift? And I looked at the thing again. I still can't tell what this thing is. So then I finally find the one with the little, the little message. And uh, Troy, I'm going to go ahead and let you tell me what the note said. Scott, the note said, Dear Scott, congratulations on your graduation. May you always serve as a beacon in the dark as this toilet light serves you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I had it from the MD to your BS. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then parentheses MS. Uh, yeah, since you're now an MS. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so may I, you I, may you always serve is may every time you see this toilet light, I hope you I hope you think of us, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> um I'll tell you, I haven't laughed out loud like that in a long time when it finally hit me what was going on <laughs> and what that thing was. And my wife um was like, What? And I explained it to her. She rolled her eyes hard when she found out. <laughs> That's great. She's like, can't you just turn the light on? Uh, no. Well, this is so no, you, no, you can't. To. <laughs> so I don't know. Luckily, I don't know what, what, what bathroom it's going to go in. Um, probably yeah. not our main bathroom because she doesn't seem to be too supportive she's, of it. She's not thrilled oh, with what? the toilet light. <laughs> oh. We might have to have a talk with her about the value of a toilet <laughs> light since both Mitch and I are huge fans now. Life changing yeah i explained that to her and she she rolled her eyes hard again twice uh, <laughs> so anyway uh Troy, thank you very much for the uh for the present of the toilet light which we've talked about before about how it's life-changing for you two because then you don't have to turn on the main light and it's easier to go back to sleep if you have to if nature calls in the middle of the night so yeah well i'll tell you what scott i think the toilet light sometimes i ask myself have i done anything of value in my life and i think about this <laughs> podcast and i say well, has this podcast done anything of value? And then I think about the toilet light. Like nothing else. <laughs> We've inspired people to buy the toilet light. So, and it does help. It does help it does. with your circadian rhythm. I, I love it. I love the toilet light. So I'll just paying it forward, man. Paying it forward. No, paying it well, forward to you, Scott. Join the toilet yeah. light club. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on your graduation. That's a huge accomplishment. Hey, guys, you ready to uh, read your letters from your past self? On the show? Do we have to? <laughs> yes, we have to. <laughs> okay, all right. I my letter is going to arrive in January, so <laughs> so I'll I'll just be trying to remember what I wrote. All right, back on January fourth on Who Cares About Men's Health? Instead of doing New Year's resolutions, we tried something a little bit different because sometimes when you repackage things, um, you know, it might be a little bit more effective because you know, at its core, sitting down and reflecting or thinking about where you are, where you want to be, that's not a bad thing. Um, but sometimes New Year's resolutions, eh, we know they don't work. So we tried a different approach. So we wrote a letter to our future selves. There was a little bit of a miscommunication. Mitch and I already got our letters because one of the things that we decided was maybe you should review these things a little bit more often than every year. Um, Troy, he uh, <laughs> he's getting his at the end of the year, but he says he can remember most of it. So we're going to yeah. read our letters 
And we're going to find out where we are about what is this uh, five months, almost six months later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where we are here. So this is who cares about men's health, bringing you inspiration, information, and a different interpretation about health and men. My name is Scott. I, uh, I bring the BS to the podcast. He brings the MD, Dr. Troy Madsen. I'm here, Scott, even if my letter is not here. And Mitch brings the microphones. Welcome to the show, Mitch. Hey there. All right. So um, I dug out my letter. I was, I was, I thought it was going to be really cringe, you know, reading my, cause I felt weird writing it. Hmm. Um, so I thought, Oh, I'm going to get this and I'm going to think it's dumb. Actually, I didn't think it was that dumb. So please don't make huh. fun of me because that'll change. My <laughs> yes. Whole. Cause they would if we think it's dumb. <laughs> well, I'll just, I guess we'll just I stay expect, quiet. We'll stay quiet. I would, no, I would expect no less than you to tell me. So, <laughs> um, if you did not hear the original episode on January 4th, it was episode 92. You might want to go back and listen to that. Even if you don't, you might want to adopt this. this I found this to be a, a good exercise, actually, writing this letter to future me, because when I read my letter, when it came um, a few months later, later, and by the way, you do this through a website called futureme.org. You write it, you tell it when you want it to send that letter to you, and then just, you know, you're minding your own business on one day, and this this letter comes to you from yourself and you can go, Oh yeah, I remember that. I, I wanted to do that. Or, Oh yeah, I've actually stuck with that. Um, and I, I found that I actually kind of stuck with some of this stuff. So, um, Mitch, do you want to go first? Uh, Troy, do you want to go first? Do you want to say anything before we jump into these letters? Maybe I go first since I don't have my letters. Like I said, I, I misunderstood the assignment and I unfortunately <laughs> did, did refer to it as an assignment. Yeah. Uh, that's did, very did, painful. It wasn't something yeah. you were looking forward to do or, it wasn't something you thought, oh, this will make, make my life better. It was an assignment. It was an assignment. I didn't, I didn't truly embrace it, but I had mine set to come in a year, so I'm not going to get it till next January. But it will be kind of funny to read it because a whole lot has happened since then. So this was early January. We wrote these, and I basically just said, I'm writing this to myself because Scott told me to do it. <laughs> and, I, and I think I said some things in there like, I, you know, it was kind of one of those like, well, I hope you're still doing this and doing this. Like, I hope you're still running and I hope you're still eating well and, you know, that kind of thing. So it wasn't particularly profound, but it is funny to think back on it now because I do hope I'm still doing those things at that point. And I think that doing those things at that point will be a whole lot more challenging than I thought it was going to be. So Mitch, do you want to do your letter next? Sure. And I, one of the things that I found was really interesting with this exercise is that in my many, 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 many self-help books that I've read in the years, they've always been like journal, like put your thoughts down, whatever, but I can never, I can never commit to that. But something that was really surprising, especially upon reading this letter was it was an exercise in kind of, self-compassion and self-understanding and writing it in your own voice to yourself was something that was very impactful in a way that no journaling I've ever done before has been that way. Mm. So I love this. I love this so much. Um, I'm going to talk around the curse words, um, but here we go. <laughs> Why are you swearing at yourself, Mitch? Come on. Um, no, it's, it's chill. It's chill. All right, here we go. All right. Dear Mitch, well, the last few years have been a trip, huh? A plague, earthquake, a hurricane in a landlocked state, riots with overturned cars, and military presence in downtown Salt Lake City. An insurrection. Just another round of unprecedented times in your lifetime full of them. Kudos to you for surviving the best you can. 
I would also like to remind you of all the good things because it can be so easy for you to forget them in the face of such overwhelming circumstances. You have begun to focus on your health in a way that will set you up for success in the next act of your life. Making great strides, including quitting smoking, something you've never been able to do, beginning physical therapy to finally overcome your limitations you've had since high school, and got over yourself enough to seek the mental health professional to help you unearth and work through the root causes of your now officially clinical anxiety. It's hard, and it sucks most days, but you're doing it, and you should be proud of yourself for that, even when there are slip-ups or setbacks. In the face of people telling you to give up on your professional aspirations and hustling for over a decade, you finally earned a career doing the work that you love with a great team that supports you. It's time to settle in and get down to the work you've always wanted to do. Don't let the stability be confused for stagnation. You can leave the struggling hustler side of yourself behind. It's important to remember that you found your own way to this point, and you should be proud of that. Many of your setbacks have come from relying on the outdated and blindly general advice of others including the guidance of those who do not have your best interest in mind. Whether it be the firm direction from a mentor who made his fortune in the 1970s, a group of roided-out jerks on social media trying to tell you how to be healthy, or even the advice of a borderline cult leader speaking through a teapot. I genuinely hope that you start trusting yourself more. You're the one in the driver's seat as you navigate this topsy-turvy world. You're strong, smart, and capable, and deep down you know what is best for you. Listen to that gut of yours. Seek out the novel, the bizarre, the joyful. It's led you to great places before, right now, and it will in the future. Sincerely, Mitch. Wow, that was awesome. That was. I guess. I'm, I'm so glad I don't have my letter right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I would have seen so superficial and lame compared to that. Yeah. Well, that was, I'm, that I'm was gonna, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be going next. So, you know, that's my big fear, but. That was really, really insightful. The, one of the things that I, I did love is, is you said you were very kind to yourself. Like, I, I really love that. And you patted yourself on the back for just, you know, making it to this point. And you have yeah. made some great accomplishments. So, um, yeah, I, I, I go ahead past Mitch. I agree with past Mitch. Good job. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and I, I agree think too. Yeah. I put off this for so long when you first assigned it. I think I ended up sending it like uh, middle of February to be honest, mm -hmm. because I just didn't know what I was going to write. But there was a moment in time that it was just like, you know what, let's just do this. And let's make, let, be nice to yourself. I don't know why I have to keep telling myself that, but it's like, be nice to yourself. And it was an exercise in that. So yeah, and I like it too, because yeah, it's being nice to yourself is recognizing where you've come from the trajectory you're on. And, and, and I think it's great, too, because it just keeps you saying, hey, let's just stay on this trajectory, keep doing what we're doing. And you also recognize the potential pitfalls along the way and the distractions and talk about those. And so I think it's a good reminder as you wrote that to your future self to continue to watch out for those those distractions and those things that that seem to, have, you know, potentially make you think that maybe you're not doing as good a job as you should be doing or as you are doing and things that have gotten you down in the past. So it's yeah, I, I really like how you framed it. Yeah, tons better than a resolution. <laughs> I was going to say, I like too that you made reference to, I'm assuming that was to Scott and to me in the letter. Oh yeah, of course. The, the great team you're working with. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll no, take, you guys are great. You guys we'll take are credit great. For that. We'll take credit so, for that. I'm a little bummed because he preempted the obvious joke there. Like, you know, I'm a little bummed I wasn't mentioned your letter, Mitch, but I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, here is my letter. And I love how I tr tried to, you know, Troy framed this as an assignment and I tried to frame it like this was spontaneous. Dear future me, 
I had a quick moment to write, so I thought I'd drop a line. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened upon this website and thought, why not? Who are you trying to fool? Like yourself? Jutra <laughs> Scott's like, wow, past Scott was so spontaneous. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll tell you exactly. I remember what was going through my mind. I had the hardest time starting this letter. So I just had to let go and just say, you know, just write something and then just kind of go with it. So that's exactly what that line was all about. I I started and stopped this assignment, as Troy would put it, numerous times because that first line was such a, you know, so tough for me. So Hmm. that's what that's about. Same. All right. So I had a quick moment to write. So I thought I'd drop a line. How are things? I just had some time off over Christmas break. It was great to have a little time to reflect without the hecticness of everyday life. Like every year, the holidays provide an opportunity to slow down and consider how things are going. Of course, after the season of gluttony, eating and exercise are on my mind. Not to say I don't always think about nutrition and activity. They seem to be a constant struggle and at the forefront of my mind all the time, especially this time of year. I think about how nice it would be not to have to think about them, but that's not the world we live in. A couple hundred years ago, activity was central to getting food. Today, calories are everywhere and no real energy is needed to acquire them. It's a constant struggle to get my needed daily activity and eat well. And you know me, I like to overcomplicate things. So this year, I'm going to try to simplify. For nutrition, I have three rules. Number one, always eat my veggie, eggs, and oatmeal breakfast. I do pretty well with that so I can build on it. Second, always have food prepared for lunch at work. Third, stop eating at six o'clock, which will give me a 12-hour fast. For activity, two rules. First, do your daily physical therapy exercises and stretches for your nerd neck and hamstrings and glutes. Second, sweat 30 minutes a day. The cornerstone is strength exercise. This can be with body weight or weights or kettlebells. I guess for both goals, my hope is consistency. I also realized I have a couple personality traits I'd like to improve because they introduce stress into my life. First, I overthink things. I'd like to think less and do more. I know I'm a better reviser than creator, so create. Don't overthink and talk yourself out of things. Also, when you talk yourself out of things, it's because you're scared or don't want to exert effort, so just do it. Second, I spend a lot of time in the future thinking about things I have to do or how things are going to be different in the future. I'd like to be more present and deal with future things at the appropriate time. I don't have to think about all the things I have to do at home when I'm walking my dog. Maybe starting a to-do list, I can completely vacate those thoughts from my head until I have to deal with them. Just open up the to-do list and engage with what needs to be done at that moment. Anyway, I hope you're doing well and look forward to hearing back from you about how you're doing. Sincerely, Scott. So that was my letter. It was good, Scott. I liked it. It was, like you said, it's one of those things and, you know, and and that's kind of what it took for me too, although I didn't put nearly that much effort into it. Uh, was just sitting down and just writing something. And for me, it was just writing that line saying, well, I'm doing this because Scott made me do it. And, and yeah, you know, you kind of let into it just kind of like a, you know, maybe catching up with a friend or something and dropping them an email. But uh, you got into very specific things there in terms of your your goals. And yours definitely seem more resolution focused than, than maybe Mitch's was, where his was kind of more, let's keep going the direction we're going, where you had very specifics in there. So Curious, like reading it now, how do you feel about your resolutions and the things you talked about there? Yeah, so I had forgotten about a lot of that um, until I read it again. So for one, the kind of living in the moment has it kind of went away. And also the um, thought of you overcomplicate stuff was good to read again because um, just a couple of days before uh, we did this show, I reread my letter and I read that to myself. So 
I recognize that's an ongoing problem and I kind of forgot that I was going to try to do that. So this reminded me, it was a nice, gentle reminder. Yeah. Um, I did really well on my morning breakfast, but um, when I was in my, my, my master's program, sweets and comfort food, I just couldn't keep them out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the person who empties my garbage at work knows more about uh, my emotional state from week to week than probably anybody else in my life, just based on what's, what's in there, sure. like packages of cookies and, and packages of juicy fruit, you know, because I chewed a lot mm. of juicy fruit gum. Um, I started out exercising really, really well and I put the ego aside and I really worked on doing good form and just building strength up slowly. And then things kind of fell apart and I discovered during this process how hard it can be if you have something in your life that all of a sudden kind of takes over your life. Like really as stupid as it sounds, cause it should be like, how hard is it to eat well and get some activity? But like all that stuff fell aside for about a month and a half in the middle of this master's program, but I'm back at it now. The letter kind of reminded me that, you know, that was something that I wanted to do. And, uh, I'm going to start working on, you know, just doing things and living in the moment again. So it was just a good reminder of things that I kind of wanted to accomplish and some I've done. Okay. And some, you know, that little nudge to, Oh, let's reboot. That was helpful in those letters. So. Yeah. So it served its purpose. I mean, it's one of those things yeah. where, like you said, it's a good reminder that a lot of things you're doing well and other things just maybe refocus things you forgot about. Well, and I appreciate that you like took a moment to like emphasize behaviors and like mindsets and things. Cause for me, that was the real focus was it's like, like coming up with a goal to eat breakfast certain ways or do be healthier, be whatever. Like that, those are resolutions that happen all the time and they have a try or fail state. But by focusing on mindset, focusing on attitudes, like that's, that's powerful stuff to recognize that in yourself and commit to changing it and stuff. That's the kind of stuff that'll cause real change. I think. I hope so. Cause I get super frustrated, you know, when I'm trying to do stuff at work and I'll start a project and stop a project and start a project and think, oh, this isn't good enough or it should be this or that. Yeah. And I make it complicated and then I just don't do anything. Right. And I don't know where that's come from in my life. I don't know if um, I've gotten older and I'm like, well, this really needs to be, you know, this way to be better. Like, I, because I know more, I have higher standards for what I need to do. And maybe what I'm working on isn't something I have a lot of experience with. So maybe I need to put those standards aside for a little bit and just do it and then adjust and improve as I go. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it was really, it's been paralyzing for me, those things. Um, so, yeah, it's been a good reminder. Yeah. And thanks for sharing that with us too, because obviously it's yeah. very personal and a lot of things that you recognize that you're trying to improve. Like you said, you know, like Mitch said, focusing on more mindset and just general approach rather than those specifics. Yeah, it was great to hear that. And I, I like, again, that yours had all sorts of different components to it with the specifics and then that broader focus as well. I was going to say too, and I, I think this activity too is, it's kind of like what we've talked about with so many things, like you find things that work for you and things that don't. I'm curious, are both of you going to write another letter to yourselves or, or what did you think about this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it again. I, there's, okay. yeah, it was, it was like almost a punch to the gut when I read this again, like, <laughs> like it like wow. shot up in my email and it was, I was in a, I was having a rough day and there was something about reading my own kindness back to myself that just got me out of that funk. It's like, oh wow. Yeah. The, remember you can feel this way. You can act this way. You can appreciate these things about your life. 
remember them in these moments where you're stuck in black and white thinking, where you're in a depressive state, where you're struggling to stay motivated and enjoying life. So yeah, I'm, I'll, when I'm having another day, I'll probably write myself another one. Hmm. Hey, yeah, actually, maybe we should. Um, okay, so we're going to do another follow up at the end of the year. Really, I think, you know, every three months would be probably better if you uh, like personally, I would do this every three months because I think that hmm. constant reminder is good as opposed to every New Year's, you know, <laughs> you get to the day yeah. before New Year's Eve and you remember all the resolutions you made. Right. right. You're 364 days away from them. So it's like, well, guess I start over tomorrow. Um, but we we know Troy's getting his in January. So, um, Mitch, I'll write one, you write one, and we'll do okay. a, a third follow-up and see where we're at. That cool. sounds great. But I was going to say, though, like so many things we've talked about, a lot of times you find things that work for you and things that don't work. Like this just didn't really resonate with me. And maybe sure. if I did sit down now and do it again and I got a letter in three months, it would really hit home. But I think you just find things that work. For me, it's more – just I jot notes in my phone, like on different thoughts I'm having about different things that are on my mind, or even, you know, hearing some of the things Scott talked about in terms of general approach and mental health things, or, uh, you know, things that we want to change just about our approach to work or stress or whatever it might be. So that's what kind of what works for me. And then I'll go back later and kind of scroll through my notes and, re and read a note I wrote three months ago. And, and it kind of has that same effect, like you mentioned, Mitch, of, of reminding me where I want to be and just bringing things back into focus. So, but yeah, I think writing notes, whether it's a letter to yourself or a journal or notes like that, like I said, kind of like I do in my phone or, or whatever works, I think there's a lot of value in that and then getting a chance to read it later. So I think just find what works for you. All right. Well, if you want to participate with us, we're going to check out Troy's letter at the end of the year. Mitch and I are going to write another letter. And we would encourage you to do the same thing. And the website is futureme.org, F-U-T-U-R-E-M-E.org. And you can go in there and you write the letter yourself. Um, you can make it public or private. I, I chose to make mine private. You could actually read some other people's letters, um, which was actually kind of interesting as well to oh, yeah. read what other people were saying about themselves. Uh, and you might want to do that to get some ideas going. And then you can set it when it's going to arrive. So you could do it three months, you could do it at the end of the year or whatever. So Check that out. And then, you know, maybe on when, when are you getting yours, Troy, January 1st, December 31st. What? Whenever we wrote these, was it January 1st? <laughs> I don't remember. It was January 4th. It was January 4th. Yeah. Was January 4th. Yeah. So mine's going to arrive January 4th and what a different right. world this will be. So <laughs> yeah, let's be check in. To, be interesting to read my very superficial letter. So looking forward to it. <laughs> we'll check in with each other with another letter to future me follow up on january 4th 2023 thanks for listening thanks for caring about men's health